Greetings and welcome once again to another episode of the Retro Redoctopus Cephala Podcast, the only show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. We are part of the Dorkening and Inebriard Podcast Networks, and as always, we are brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee, coffee to die for. But before you die, I'd like to introduce myself. I am your host at the Post Boss Rush Mode, and here with me are a couple of my Cephala pals, Parasite Steve. You can grab me and go. Oh, well, um, how about if I just sit here and then listen instead? I mean, I you know, it's, 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 I'm not going to force you. It's your choice. Cool, cool. And, Tanjo! Beep! Boop! Beep! I suck at this game. I was always so bad at that game. I suck at this Nintendo. And, 8 bit alchemy! Crickets. 8 bit alchemy? Bueller? Bueller. Anyone? Anyone? Well, we are we are a little short-handed tonight. Unfortunately, 8-Bit Alchemy could not be here. But we shall sally forth, as they yes. say, or as, and whatnot. And uh, today's episode, we are going to be talking about old-school handheld games, like before Game Boy and all that stuff. Yes. Like, um, I'm just going to start this whole thing right off by talking about a game that I never owned until recently, but I've always like wanted this so bad because I was such a fan of this game in general. But the um, the Pac-Man mini arcade machines that were made by Coleco. Uh, they were so cool. Ni- they were really cool looking. Yeah. I uh, released in 1981. $60 retail, uh, which is pretty expensive, which is probably, uh, probably why I never had one when I was a kid. $60 at the time. Jesus. Yeah. 60 bucks in 1981. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's an ask. That's like lotto money. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that is a, that is a tall ask. Okay. Your majesty. (laughs) A tall ask of water. I got um, the crown jewels (laughs) and this ColecoVision cat (laughs) Pac-Man. It's not ColecoVision. Oh, Coleco. Oh, Coleco, Coleco is just the, Coleco. Yeah, the, the company Coleco. Yeah. I mean, yes, they did make the Coleco Vision. Sure. Right. <laughs> this yes. wasn't it. But uh, yeah, these are, these are pretty cool little um, mini arcade machines. They're obviously meant to like, look like an arcade, like a, a full size arcade machine that would just you know, be on your t- little tabletop. And um, this particular game was a. Uh, you could play two player co op, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, it had uh, it ran on four C batteries. Uh, I'm, to- I'm I'm totally convinced that like battery companies and toy companies were like in, in cahoots. Like just make sure these need like you know a whole f ton of batteries. <laughs> <And so, laughs> right. We can sell batteries and you can sell toys and all that jazz. Because holy 100%. smokes! Oh my god! And, they, and these things would you know eat batteries like like no one's business too. So that's yeah, like, well it is what it is. Um. But tabletop. Could, it's not like you're taking this in in the car. They could have just had it plug into the fucking wall. Like let's they be. Could. I, I was yes. actually just about to get into that. It does have like an AC adapter called the Coleco Perma Power Battery Eliminator. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is absolutely ridiculous, and I love it. It's it's, it's an AC adapter, guys. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Pretty you guys. <laughs> yeah. But um. It features a multicolor display, which is actually a uh, VFD display, which mm. is different than a typical LED display or an LCD display. Uh, it is technically better than LCD and LED displays because it could 
do like multiple colors at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, and it would work in more extreme temperatures. Like, I don't know if you ever, uh, old guys, if you ever use a calculator and like, you know, really cold, you know, and you, you'd press down on the, on the little display, you know, it would kind of oh, take yeah. a second to come back. Mm -hmm. you no, know, these, these seem to work better. And like, you could see it better in, in like brighter light, like sunlight. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Actually, but, but the I just learned yeah. about these for the first time because of this episode. Right. Yeah, me too, actually. The VFD. And, um, yes. Yeah. And, uh, which, um, which I should, ha should have had in front of me what that actually stands for. Uh, it's like it vacuum. Stands for, yep. Do you got it? No, I don't. Vacuum fluorescent display. That, that's, yes. And the, yes, the, yes. the big difference, like just visually, is like LCD was basically, you know, you're looking at like black stuff on top of like a gray background or a, a right. you would project it onto like a picture that was like a static background picture as yes. like the tiger games kind of you know got into doing but for dfd right. it's always a black background but they're projecting yep. various colors yes. so the little depending creatures, on like yeah yeah so the characters kind of are very simplistic kind of like the tiger ones but even a little bit more simplistic but they're, they're bright colors shining on a black background. So for Pac-Man, it's like fucking perfect. Right, yeah, exactly. Awesome. And like I mentioned before, you could do multiple colors at once. I mean, not yeah. this one only has like two as far as I can tell, like red and yellow, but right. it's still more than just black on gray. Right, no, it yeah. looks awesome. I mean... Or even like an LED, like an LED display would be like, you know, red lights on... You know, a dark background. Just, just, just red lights, really. Right. Yeah, like circles, like like, dots like or dashes or dots or whatever. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But these were like little characters they could they could do. Yeah. But I mean, this Pac-Man game must have been a freaking amazing thing back then. I mean, for it to be sixty bucks, and of course we're talking about when Pac-Man was the top of the world. So right. Yeah. Every you know before Mario was the king of video games, it was Pac-Man, as you all must have learned when you heard our Pac-Man episode from season one. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> but uh, definitely go check that out if uh, if you're interested. But the um, yeah, I mean, this was like Pac-Man was Pac-Mania was like the yes Pac-Man fever. Pac-Man fever, right? That's what it was. Right. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, this is like the first sort of home arcade experience, and honestly, right. it looks pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, it does. It it does. It has a nice aesthetic. The yep. game itself is like pretty brutal. <laughs> it's like, um, there are four modes, two difficulty settings. Uh, they have um, four modes are you know, typical Pac-Man, which is, you know, like typical Pac-Man. Everyone knows what Pac-Man is. Mm -hmm. There's a head-to-head -head Pac-Man, which is actually, you know, two Pac-Men in a maze. It does have two joysticks for co-op play. So you could have two players simultaneous action, you know, just have like two Pac-Men running around could, the maze at once. Double team. You could double team if you could. want to. Ab absolutely. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a, another mode called Eat and Run. And what this mode was is you have like the typical maze. You didn't have any dots, so you just had the four power pellets. And what you have to do is you have to collect the power pellets. And what, I don't believe it turned the ghosts vulnerable. You always have to avoid the ghosts constantly. But you have to eat the four dots in the corner and then bring them back to the center of ghost house and put them in the ghost house for the to get points. Oh, that's interesting. So, so yeah, so it's just a, just a variant on the on the yeah. whole maze chase yeah. game. So it was, it was neat. Cool. Yeah. But uh, let me uh, let's uh, feast your ears on this. So uh, I'm gonna play a little bit of the demo. I'm gonna put this thing right to my face, and oh, I'm gonna regret every second of this. But for the <laughs> listening audience, it's 
And that's all I can take. <laughs> Holy crap. Wow. I didn't realize you had one. So I, yep, that's, yep, I, that's really cool. So that sounds like shit. <laughs> it does. It totally does. That, wow. that is, that is uh, painful at, 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 the, at the very least. It's like pitch shifted yeah. up. I know, right? Oh, wow. man. It's like now, a, a lot of games back in the day used to have like a mute. Not yeah. this one. So it's like, oh, every time I want to play this, it's like, oh, I kind of like I cover like, because like the, the speaker thing is in the back. So it's kind of yeah. awkward to kind of like try to cover it up. It's like, oh, just put it, I don't know, stick it on a pillow or something. I don't know. Freaking gag this thing. My God. <laughs> but and, and even like, even with or without that, it's like, you know, the game's all right, but I can only play it like five or 10 minutes at a time at the most. Because yeah. the game's like brutally fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's just insanely difficult. And but so I, made, it's, it's, made a few of these clearly. I'm looking at different. Oh yeah, they, yeah. Um, but let me. Uh, oh yeah, no, that's. Um, I, I do have this list. Other games in the Coleco tabletop series include Ms. Pac-Man, mm-hmm. Frogger, Donkey Kong, Galaxian, and Zaxxon. Now I've never. You know what? I've never played any of these other ones. I don't even think I've seen any others except for the Donkey Kong one. So I can't tell you how good or bad any of the games are as far as like the mini ones. I, I assume they're comparable to the Pac-Man one. So especially Miss Pac-Man, I, I assume. But mm. yeah, unfortunately for me, I have never played any of the other ones. They're not cheap. On no, uh, they're not. Yeah, I'm looking at that. Somebody's selling some on Etsy. Um, and somebody actually has the Zaxxon one, which is a really cool piece. Like, right. they, they don't, it's, I don't, I don't know if it's, it says works fine, but they don't have any pictures of the game itself. Like playing yeah. usually <laughs> like, people kind of <laughs> yeah. try to get a shot in there. Yeah. So, right. Right. But this one doesn't really show anything, but the, uh, yeah, it's 236 bucks for this, this bad boy. Yeah. No, thanks. maybe cause that one's a little bit more rare. Cause I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine any of them are cheap. I did pick up mine like maybe four years ago for like 40 bucks. So, oh, that seems pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a bargain, but it wasn't like redonkulous either. And then, you know, it wasn't yeah. a bargain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, there's one, uh, I guess it mustn't be Coleco, but it's, it says mini arcade and it's, it's called okay. Daring Driver. Not, not familiar with that one. 1982. Oh, it's Tomy. So Tomy oh, okay. apparently also got into this mini arcade sort of a this this. Oh, okay. Arcade. And uh, this neat. to me is it must be an original game because I have never heard of this. Daring. Yeah, me neither. Hmm. Daring. Driver, it says huh? rare 1982 Tomy Daring Driver mini arcade tabletop. It's really cool looking. Same sort of deal. Huh. It looks like an arcade machine. And it actually yeah. has a mini little wheel. Oh, that's cool. Pretty cool. 200 bucks, yeah. though. You know, Tomy, I, I'm pretty sure they made other, like, electronic games, too. Hmm. Not, like, mini arcade-looking ones, like cabinet-looking mm-hmm. ones. But I, I do recall them having, like, just from, like, the late 70s, early 80s, just, you know, like, P-O-M-I, right? Yes. Oh, uh, no, no, yeah. no. I think it's a Y. Oh, uh, is it a Y? Wait, oh, crap. Uh, I, it is a Y. Okay. T-O-M. Why? Maybe I'm just Tommy, remembering. Tommy. Uh, maybe I'm just remembering the um, spelling wrong. But I, it, that name does sound familiar. I mean, I know they were a, a fairly prolific toy manuf- manufacturer. Uh, Tommy. Right. And I think they paired with Galoob. I think it was like Tommy and Galoob uh, for a while. Okay. I feel like those went together. Uh, yeah. Like 
peanut butter and sardines. I don't know. Something. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Absolutely. I've never, I've never played these at all, but I do remember them existing. Yeah. And I think, yeah. My, cousin, um, I think my cousin had one and I, I cannot for the life of me remember if it, it might've been the Pac-Man one. Okay. But, yeah. Definitely neat. I guess, definitely, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I did play this one at the time, but it's only because someone I knew that lived in the same apartment building had it, and I, I played theirs. So that was, like, the only way I got to play it. Hmm. I never had – didn't have my own until a few years ago, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, but like, you know, like I said, at the time, it was the first time that anybody was getting any sort of, like, arcade sort of experience at right. home. Because yeah, uh, but besides Atari seven uh, twenty six hundred or anything like that, right? But, and and this actually at least looks like the arcade machine, <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, so. and the arc uh, the twenty six hundred. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I played the crap out of it as a kid, but that's because that was pretty much the only thing I had. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I didn't I, have many options to play Pac Man. You know, so I was at an Pac-Man actual arcade. Wasn't, wasn't as, Pac Man wasn't. So so bad i felt like i guess donkey kong was pretty rough looking donkey yes. kong was rough. i mean i played the crap out of that too yeah but, uh, the coleco vision uh donkey kong was a shit ton better the only thing weird about that one is i think the first stage is mirrored for reasons but oh, it looks pretty good i don't know if you guys have ever seen or played that that particular version no that one's actually re- that one's actually pretty good no i, I haven't I have heard that it was a really good, uh, it was a good port. Though. It is, yeah. It, it totally. I can confirm. <laughs> so there is. I'm just trying to confirm it. Just I didn't know you were going to bring up bring that up, but I had come across in in the research I was doing for this episode, and I learned about VFD mm. games. And uh, just real according to Google, I have a couple sentences. It says um, uh, they actually came from an. Ex- Experimental period in the 1980s where video game manufacturers wanted to bring their titles to the home market. And uh, it says they can be seen as an evolution of the LCD games pioneered by Nintendo's Wikipedia, no, Nintendo's Game & Watch series. Um, So Game & Watch came out first. That was 1980. That was like Nintendo's first console. Some, you know, that was LCD. And uh, this was, so, you know, LCD technology Definitely didn't start with Tiger. Tiger definitely right. ran with it. Oh, Holy yes. crap. Did they yeah, picked right. up we'll that ball. And... About... Yeah. yeah. We'll be talking about Tiger a lot tonight for sure. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, very interesting. I, I, think, I think VFD games kind of became uh, bigger like overseas is the impression. Yeah. That, um, yeah, like it, it seemed like they hit, they hit more in like Europe and in yeah. that and area. I, yeah, and there was one guy that I saw. It was a, it was a German guy uh on youtube and he was actually talking about the um there was i i I was just now trying to figure out if if i was getting the if my memory was was kicking up the right name for the company that made the game and i don't think it is um but it was definitely a vfd port of donkey kong and he he was saying that it was he it's so funny he said it was better than the coleco version and that the coleco version is widely regarded as being like the best home version of it at the time huh. and oh, and that he thought that this one was better this is just this guy's okay. opinion now I, lo- I i did watch some gameplay of it and it looks yeah. like crap to me 
So right. I, mean, I don't know. I, I <laughs> everything's subjective. Um, right. but I think it's cool. You know, I mean, it does replicate that arcade sort of look for simple single screen arcade games of which there yep, was a yep. game. and they yes, always had was. black backgrounds with colorful yep. sprites so yep. really the vfd is like that technology is literally friggin perfect for that right mm-hmm. you don't need like a lot of detail for your kid you really don't yeah and and it's like you know essentially it's just a simplified version but the same sort of deal bright colors on a black background single screen good done Yep. Yep. <laughs> but uh, and uh, kind of going on um, the v- VFD games or VFD displays. Uh, as far as America goes, I mean, like it didn't really catch catch on too much with handheld gaming. It did continue on throughout the '90s and stuff like microwaves and digital car displays, but it didn't really find much of a home outside of that, as far as I could tell. Oh, okay. So interesting though i just i never heard of it before yeah i mean obviously i was aware of it i just didn't know what it was called <laughs> right oh uh, oh i found the donkey kong it's made by tandy tandy okay vintage electronic vfd nintandy nintandy cease and desist Unless there are various VFD Donkey Kongs, but it seems like yeah, this possible. is probably it. But I don't know. But yeah, there is that. There is that Coleco Donkey Kong that uh, I just found too. Uh, the uh, the little tabletop, really cool looking. You know, honestly, and this is the sort of shit that works on me so so much, and I wish it didn't. But like, I, I'm just <laughs> I'm just a fucking mark because I like artwork. I'm yep, yep. And yeah. artwork always, and I'm also a fan of like, uh, you know. Like, not well. I want to say vintage, but I, like the actual artwork. Like this yes. isn't like somebody drew it to look like it. No, no, no. Yeah. this is the the OG artwork. Yeah. And I, I think that these little tabletop guys having the actual arcade artwork that was on the that was on the cabinets, right? So authentic. It's so great. It really, yeah. The, mm. As display pieces alone, they look awesome. They look awesome. Like you could yeah. you could buy all of these, never play them. And just put right. them on a shelf and they would look sick. Right. Totally. Yeah. They totally would. You would be a super badass. You could invite yeah. all the kids on your block inside your house and they'd be like, yeah. what? No way. It'd be like, <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, yes, way. I, I, think the angry, I think the angry video game nerd has them in, in his background in like his videos. I think they're like one of yeah. the shelves usually yeah. has them kicking around. Yep. Gotcha. And into Nintendo, you got anything to add to this particular game or types of displays or whatnot? Uh, no, no, I think no. I'm good. Uh, Parasite, Steve, you have anything else to add? No, uh, like I said, I never own these. I actually would like to try these, um, but it kind of bums me out. You don't love your Pac-Man one more, so maybe. That's yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's neat as a novelty thing, but it wears yeah. out fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can, I can. So, see actually, I have a question: Is the, the one that you have is that like an older one? Is that like one of the original ones, or is it like a like a um, like a re-release type thing? It's one of the originals. Oh, okay, we're talking OG, man. OG, yeah. Okay. OG, OG PM. <laughs> All right, so Nintendo, why don't yes. you give us some verbiage on what you'd like to bring up tonight? Okay, so I don't know if you guys remember these little learning devices called Speak and Spell and Speak yes. and Math. Yes. Okay. I remember I, I used the crap out of these things. 
No, back when I cared about learning. Um, <laughs> I mean, that was before you knew everything. That was before Let's I knew be everything. Let's real. Right. I mean, now, because, well, because, because these are the reasons why I know everything. Oh, right, right. Now it's like, you don't. <laughs> now it's like, how are you supposed I don't need, to give I don't a need shit? school. How are you supposed to give a shit at this right. point? You right. already know it all. Right. I'm, just, I'm born of everything now. So it's right. like. Yeah. This, was, this was Zoom learning before the plague time. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, uh, speaking spell is like one of those learning devices where, you know, you learn how to spell, uh, you learn like what vowels are, consonants, and, um, and there's like different types of games that you can play on there, like um, like, a, like a mystery word game or um, mm-hmm. figure out how to spell words. And the, 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 the machine will tell you a word and you have to figure out how to spell it yourself. And I just thought that was really cool. And I think it, it, it doesn't look all that impressive. It, it looks like a, a, like a little tablet with a, the big-ass handle on top. And the screen is all black. And it's just text. That's all it is. It's like no graphics right, or anything. Right, right. Um, so with the speaking spell, it's a, it's a red device with a black visor. And there's like a, 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 the, the keyboard part. Uh, all the consonants and all the symbols are like a, like a reddish color and all the vowels are like yellow. Uh-huh. And uh, let's see, what else is there? Oh, and it's touch sensitive too, which is pretty cool. Um, but my favorite thing ever was the speak and math. I love this thing so much. My, one of my favorite games to play on this one was called Greater Than and Less Than. Okay. And that's all I would play on this thing. Huh. I, I loved it so much. And um, this one looks very, it looks identical to the speaking spell, but except it's gray with a black visor. Uh-huh. And then the decals are a little bit different. It's just like numbers and arrows and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool. I, uh, I want to get one now. I, I really want to like, <laughs> I, I just to have it. It's just like, yeah. I, I want, I want to get right. it. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I remember like playing this, you know, you, you know, your house way, way back in the day. Yeah, I can't remember specifically which one it was because you said you had a couple of them, but I don't remember which one. I want to say it was the speaking, the spell. Was it the spell one? Which ones did you have again? Uh, speaking spell and speaking math. Okay, I'm pretty sure it was a speaking spell. Yeah, it was the one I, I played more of. Yeah. Me. really fun i mean it's not I'm much to, to mention on those but right I mean, sure but hey you know it, it gets a mention that's yeah that, that's right really, yeah um there's like there's like different uh models too but um let me see here that is incorrect a correct spelling is r i d o c i'm not gonna spell the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> well that's fine because that's how they talked i know right it's, which is kind of funny but but it's like you know an early example of like you know electronics with you, you know digitized speech. So it was pretty awesome back in the day. Oh yeah, for sure. That is so. Um, I I I have a confession. I okay. uh, you just you just by mentioning the speak and spell, and I'm looking at it. It a hundred percent reminded me of. Two, I weren't, I wasn't even going to talk about tonight. I forgot all about these literally until this moment. And I'm, I'm freaking out over here. 
Okay. So I'm really fucking happy that you said this. Because this is the perfect episode to mention. Um, before we get into all the tiger nonsense. Mm. Um, do you now before I don't want to cut you off. Are you are you good or do you oh, want yeah, to- I'm good. I'm good, yeah. Okay, so speak and spell clearly. I didn't have one, but that is like one of the all-time classic toys. I mean, yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean yep. that is a legendary toy right there. Yeah, I am not going to mention legendary toys. <laughs> 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 that um, uh, that just uh, just just wee little parasite me cared about. Uh, they were not hits. <laughs> so everybody remembers the Etch a Sketch. Oh yes, mm-hmm. yes. Because we're talking about handheld games, right? So, okay, so we're we're now we're we're veering into toy territory, but it's still, mm-hmm. it's still like grab and go. It's like take this in the car, you know. Even the original Etch a Sketch, um, take it in the car, you know, whatever. Now, <clears throat> I think everybody's familiar with the Etch a Sketch. Everybody yep. knows it sucked. It, it was it was bullshit. It was fun for five minutes. It, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. But did you know? that they also came out with something called the Etch-A-Sketch Animator. Yes. No. Yes. I didn't know that. So, Joe, you must remember it because of me, right? Because yes. I remember yes. So, okay. So, there's this thing that uh, came out in 1986. Uh, the company is actually Ohio Arts. Who huh. made so, so the, this, this wasn't the one with like, the, uh, the, the metal shavings and you, like, you, you used a magnet no. to... No. Move around making the mustache. From no, that's the, Leisure Suit Larry, where you would draw the the bush. No, oh, no, wait, no oh, oh, something else. Um, so, uh, so the Etch a Sketch Animator by Ohio Arts came out in 1980 CX, and uh, it was very kind of. It's vaguely reminiscent of the shape of an Etch a Sketch. It was smaller, but it's basically a big rectangle, and it has yep. a knob on the you know two knobs in the bottom corners yep. on each corner. Um, this was white with blue knobs. And then there were actually buttons. There was uh, eight buttons yep. that um, were red buttons that were down at the bottom. And uh, the, <laughs> the buttons are <laughs> on slash move, animate, save, draw, draw. next, reverse, recall, recall and erase. erase. Yep. So, so <laughs> like it was basically, a, it was an LCD screen and they were just pixels, but they were very, they're pretty large pixels. Yeah. And you could make very basic animations, you know, not too many frames, but you could save them. And, you know, I think you could only save one at a time. Yeah. Um, which was definitely a bummer. And I do remember us doing this and like, we'd be playing some game that we came up with just imagining that we were like superheroes or something. And we would like, this would be our computer and we'd animate some like guy we were talking to on the screen. Yes. You know, it's like, Oh, it's top cat. He's sending us on our mission or whatever. I don't know. And like, (laughs) and that's what we do. And uh, yeah, so I, so I I loved this thing. It was really fun. But then in um, 1988, uh, they came out with the Etch-A-Sketch animator 2000. And this had this, this was my favorite fucking thing ever. And this was, and I, I cannot believe I've forgotten all about this thing until now. It was really fucking cool. It had a bitter, bigger screen. It was laptop yep. shaped, like before yep. there were laptops. And there was a, a little pad on the bottom that you could actually draw on, and, and it came with a stylus. And oh, wow. it was still um, an LCD screen, you know, still pixels, same sort of thing, no mm-hmm. colors or anything like that. 
but there was right. it was a it was smaller pixels, so you could fit a lot more on the screen. You could create a lot, you know, higher detailed drawings, and um, you know, so the bottom screen you're drawing, and you know, it's just pixels that you're drawing and stuff like that, and it's a little detached because you know it draws on the top screen, but it's uh. It was awesome, and I remember you could save more. Like, I think the original was just one, and maybe this one you could save three different okay. things at a time, and that was it. But it also had a slot in the back where you could put in games. Um, oh, wow. And I know yeah. that it came with something, and I feel like I never really played it because it wasn't that fun. Um, <laughs> but they were called overdrive cartridges. And... Okay. Uh, yeah i know um the one i'm looking at says road racing game just it's like uh every show where they drink beer brand beer it's like road racing yeah, game. beer brand beer yeah <laughs> uh shooting game i know like what the fuck Tar- target game um, um yeah so apparently i'll just end with this the etch a sketch animator these were not cheap. I can't believe my parents ponied up this this money. But I will say I played with these. I I think I broke both of them from use. Like I wow. fucking wore them out. You I just, literally yeah. I've cuz I've always loved drawing. I've always loved animation and I always was like so thirsty for some way to make animations. I like when Mario Paint came out I mean, oh yeah, these oh, guys. Yeah. We were really glued. Fun. We were glued to that one. Oh my oh, yeah. god! Like you would lose. I would be gone for days. Like that's all I wanted to do every day when I came home from school. Yep. I'd be up all night. That's like all yeah. I wanted to do. I used to make these long, like cartoon movies on VHS, and like, oh my god! Like I just wanted to animate so bad, and for years I wanted to be an animator, and that just kind of fell by the wayside. But, um, but so the Etch Sketch Animator, the original uh, retail price was eighty nine ninety nine. Ooh, yeah. It had a few kilobytes of memory. <laughs> capable of storing twelve fr- capable of storing twelve big frames of pictures in any combination up to ninety-six times. It contained a speaker which made static like sounds when the knobs were moved and uh during animation. Yeah, I guess I don't remember the sounds at all. Yeah, the second one uh was it was more expensive. It retailed for a hundred and forty bucks. Oh, 1988. Wow. Um, yeah, so there, there were no well, that's, knobs. That's kilobytes. Um, oh, yes. Oh. Um, I'm trying to like, I'm just trying to see if I can find the memory. Oh, that's right. A, a golf game. It came with a, that's what mine had. It was oh. a golf game. Oh, it was, yeah. It was, yeah, just, yeah. it was just terrible. Oh, so it says uh, 196 kilobytes of powerful computer memory. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Pretty good stuff. So, anyway, that's that's that. Just the Etch a Sketch <laughs> Animator and the Etch a Sketch Animator Two Thousand. Goddamn, there right. wasn't a car ride I ever wanted to take without one of those. Yeah. Oh man, that that is pretty cool. Yeah, I don't remember actually even seeing these. So, I'll have to look these up on YouTube or something and, and check them out and see what see what they're all about. Uh, so it was um. <clears throat> All right, so we don't have eight bits, so we uh we ready to go back around the horn again? Sure, sure. All right, so I would like to talk about a little handheld device that was released in 1978, and this was one of my favorite things of all freaking time, or at least when I was four. Uh, this is Merlin, the Electronic Wizard from 
uh, released by Parker Brothers, like I said, 1978. Uh, this was a pretty cool device because it kind of looks like an early cell phone. But like I said, this was like 78. So this was before cell phones, as far as yeah. I can tell. Yeah. And, um, or at least mobile phones, even like those big, weird rectangular mobile phones that Zach Morris used. And even that was like, what, the <laughs> late, 80s, late 80s, early 90s or something? But, um, right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, this is like a cool, like, um, had multiple games on it. Um, it was invented by Bob Doyle, a former NASA employee. So hmm. some guy with big brains put this together. <laughs> and uh, it's actually a, a very popular toy at the time. I guess over its lifetime, it sold over 5 million units. So wow. It, wow. It, 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 it got around. <clears throat> so um, it took six AA batteries. So it's a, it's a goddamn hog. Wow. <laughs> And, uh, I know there's a trend here. Like a lot of these games that we're talking about, a lot of these little toys all yep. need six AA batteries. No shit, sure, right? No, like, like I was the, saying the pack, earlier, like the like, Pac-Man oh, one was like six. It was like it, it was it was four C batteries. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like I was like I was saying earlier, like you know the, the the toy companies and the battery companies must have been in cahoots. They keep themselves, you know, keep the cash flowing. Yeah. But uh, with with Merlin, the electronic wizard, it had um, eleven numbered buttons from zero to ten, uh, with LED red LED lights that could either be like a solid red light or a flashing light underneath it, and you could press them. They weren't like they weren't springy buttons. They were just like you know, like you you push it, and it was, I don't know, it was just like a like almost like um like a membrane button or something like that. Yeah. Um, and it had. Six different games, tic-tac-toe, which is self-explanatory. Oh, I should say, like, um, yeah, the, the buttons are configured. Like, the, there's nine in the middle, like a tic-tac-toe board, and then, like, the zero is on the top in the center, and the ten is on the bottom in the center. And it really does almost look like a phone. And then there's four buttons on the very bottom that say new game, same game, hit me, and comp turn. So, and then there's a big speaker on the top. Uh, so the games, I've never seen this before. Oh yeah, yeah, these are these are pretty neat. I mean, again, it's one of those things you play for like five, ten minutes. Okay, I've I've got my fill, but yeah, I you know I I recently acquired one of these you know specifically for this maybe like a week and a half ago. And well, even though each session was only like five or ten minutes, I had a lot of five or ten minute sessions in the last week and a half. So I oh, kept right. going back. It's like I want to play this. I want to play this. I want to play this. <laughs> so the so the games that are in it are tic tac toe, which is pretty self explanatory. There's one called uh, Music Machine which is basically like a music sequencer. You'd hit the buttons and they'd make different tones and you could actually, I can't remember the exact number. I don't know if it's 46 or 48 notes and pauses. You can actually like make songs. Actually, uh, this one is kind of festive and topical. So I will like, I would like to play one for you right now. So that's a that's a lot more pleasant than uh, the Pac-Man machine. That's for damn sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and there's another game called Echo, which is basically like Simon. You pick like a uh, a length of sequence between one and nine. So obviously one, if you follow one, you know, light, which is easy, and then nine it has a sequence of nine. So and you gotta try to follow that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one I would play the most is called Blackjack Thirteen. Now, obviously, in regular blackjack, your, your goal is to get as close to 21 as possible. This one's obviously 13, and what it would be is like um, the computer would be represented by a solid red light, and you'd be the blinking red light. And wherever like the button, like the lights are on, 
is like your score. Like there's a, all right, I'll, I'll do a little play by play. Okay, right now I have a seven and the computer has a one, so I can hit me. Oh, I busted because I got 17. And obviously there's only so many cards that can be in the deck, but obviously you don't want to go over 13. And then that kind of goes on like, you know, as, as long as you want it to go on. And uh, that, was, that was one of my personal favorite ones. Um, the next one is called Magic Square. And what that is, it's like one of those kind of puzzly things where you hit a button and there's always like a pattern, like some, like some of the squares in its vicinity would either turn on or off, depending on, I don't know if I'm explaining this right, but the point of the game was to get like the, the perfect square, like all, the, all the, the buttons lit up except for the center one. And like it, every button you'd hit. Oh, either, yeah. Yeah, well, it would either light up or unlight, whatever. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Immediately around it. Yep. So and yep. that was a neat one. But exactly. you know, once once you figured out the pattern, you could like you could just solve it in like you know like five or six moves every time. It's like okay, that's that's fun for like thirty seconds. And then the last one is called Mindbender, which is apparently is a game uh, similar to Mastermind, which is whatever. I mean, I don't I don't I don't recognize either either of those names for this game. But what this is is another. You, know, you start the game, you choose from one to nine, and that will uh, determine the, s the secret sequence that the computer will just randomly come up with. And you have to guess the sequence. So say if you hit three, it'll come up with like a random three number sequence and you have basically just have to keep pressing buttons and, and until you guess it. And uh, like, like, like say it's a three button sequence and say it's like um, five, eight, nine. And you hit buttons to so say I hit like four, five, six. It'll give me a hint, like, okay, you got one of the numbers right, so one button will light up after it tells me I got the thing wrong. Like, uh, hmm. And then you, huh. you just keep going until you figure out the sequence, basically. And I just thought this was I mean, a that's pretty, pretty fun cool. Game. That's like, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that, that does a lot. Jesus. Right. That's a lot of, you know, you know, you got this thing. Okay, all it can do is light up these lights. You know, it's like, how, how do we make fun games out of this? Like, how many games can we make? It made a lot. It's pretty yeah. cool. I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to like um find I don't know if you if you know this already but how much it originally sold for I can't twenty five dollars ah man what a freaking bargoon right games for twenty five bucks hell yeah yeah right uh, and actually another cool thing if you go to I, I want to make sure I get this right I I want to say it's um the electronicwizard.com all one word it mm -hmm. gives you like a like a little bit of history there's like a there's an actual like Merlin displayed like near the left or more leftish left center side. There's like right. um, pictures of magazine articles on the right. You, you click on the magazine articles, it brings up a PDF of like the articles like from back in the like late 70s, early 80s that you know Merlin was featured in. But that Mer that picture of Merlin on the left side, you can actually play that. Oh, neat! So if you, anyone wants to play some Merlin, just go to the electronicwizard.com and. Have yourself a good old time. That's awesome. That nice. is super cool. I want to like double check this to make sure I got this website correct. I don't want to you know lead people astray because the uh, let's see, there's a, there's a definitely a difference between the the electric wizard and electronic wizard because I think the electric wizard is like a is a, is, a, is a, a point band. I might do that too. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, let's see. TheElectronicWizard.com, yep. The Electronic I, yeah, Wizard? The Electronic Wizard, all one word. And it also has like um, it on, on the bottom left, it has, you know, you can see like the manual for the game. 
the Wikipedia article. It says Bob Doyle and Bob's blog, but I don't. I, I've tried going to these, and the Bob Doyle one goes to a Wikipedia article, but it just every Bob Dole that it, it comes up with. So I and I can't out of the ones listed. It doesn't seem. Oh, I hear someone going. Yeah, that, that's me trying it. Oh, that's weird. But I, I can't. I, I don't think any of these actually mention the Bob Doyle that uh, created Merlin. So and Bob's blog just. It, it seems like it wants to go somewhere, but it it stops like ten percent through and doesn't go any further. So I was like, oh, oh well. <laughs> and uh, there's another thing like right below where the Merlin is. It says Wildfire Pinball, and I was kind of hoping that would bring up another game, but I clicked on that and nothing happens. Or no, it goes to like yeah. not found. So whatever. But you can definitely play Merlin, and you can definitely check out the articles. So I, I thought there was a, a pretty neat little uh, little website that was definitely yeah. Worth mentioning. And if you know, if you want to look at a porn site, go to theelectricwizard.com. Uh, <laughs> can't can't verify that. I, I'm I'm pretty sure at the very least it's a band. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> right. Uh, something else I want to mention as far as Merlin goes, there were a few other uh, versions of this game over the years. And um, the very next one, which was released in 1982, it was called Master Merlin. Mm-hmm. Now, this one, apparently, I mean, I've never played any of these other versions, so I'm not going to be able to really talk about the functionality as much. But uh, apparently, this one had like a whole bunch of new game, new different games. So, which again, which I've never played, so I don't know how good or bad they are. But it looks very similar. It's blue instead of red. And it's it's a very 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 similar setup except, I mean I can I, it's got this weird like ring around it or, or wing. Or, the the yeah, only way I can really, really describe this is like, if it was like a big blue tampon, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> or maxi pad rather maxi pad rather. Yeah, I don't sorry. know. If, uh, I don't know if you know what a tampon is. No, no, I mean, okay, well, I don't use them. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're good. They're good. There's nothing wrong with them, all right? They're, deli- they're delicious and all, but I mean. <clears throat> this one included nine new games. Okay. Uh, uh, instead of the original six, uh, including right. Three Hells. I mean, that's an awesome freaking name. I want to play right. Three Hells. Yes. High Low, which is not anywhere near as badass. Match It, Hit or Miss, Tempo, not Tampon, Pair Off, Musical Ladder, Patterns and hot potato. Hot potato. Hot potato. Hot potato. Hot potato. As my as my as my uh, grandmother would always say, hot potato. Hot potato. <laughs> Have some potatoes. Yeah. Some potatoes. Outside the weird ring around the circumference, I think this actually looks pretty. I think it looks pretty awesome in blue. It's really I funny. Think, the, uh, I'm looking at like a picture of the box, and to me, it looks black. I can't tell that it's blue. Blue from this image. Well, I, d- I did send you guys over Messenger like a, a picture. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, at that. Yeah, it would make sense if I was looking at those, but I'm not. Maybe, I don't know. It, it, it's, oh, like no. a, it's definitely a dark blue, or it's a dark color. Yeah, sure. the picture you sent, it definitely looks blue. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So the one after that it was called Merlin, the 10th Quest in 1995. Now, I'm going to say this is by far the ugliest version yes. of Merlin. But um, looking at some of the, the YouTube, it might be the most fun to play because apparently it has nine built-in games. But each time you beat one of the games, it gives you like a badge or something. And when you beat the nine games, it gives you the 10th quest. And that's like the final 
final game to conquer. And when you beat that, it actually has like digitized speech and it says, you are the champion or you are the master or whatever. So I think you that's pretty neat. It's got, a, it's got a sense of progression <laughs> and stuff. But uh, yes, I was, I was saying that this is ugly as hell because it, it really just looks like an ugly friggin' TV remote. Yes, that, I was going to say it looks like a remote. Yeah, it's like an ugly TV remote with an LCD screen on the top, mm-hmm. and it's it's just it's got it's got runes. It's got mysterious Merlin runes. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? Jeez, and it's got the, this weird stylized M like speaker case on the bottom. You know, you know yeah. who put those runes there? Merlin. The druids. Oh, the, the druids. druids. The druids. The druids. The druids. But, but no one knows who they were. Oh, what, oh, they were what they were doing. Uh, Merlin in my hand in the game. But anyway, I would like to actually try this one day. But I I mean, I don't know how much they cost on eBay. Hopefully, they're not stupid expensive because then I'll never have one. Uh, And the last one I'm going to mention is uh, Merlin from 2004, which is some of the boxes I've seen say Milton Bradley, others say Hasbro. So I don't, I don't know exactly which one. Oh, actually, it's something I do want to mention uh, that I didn't mention before. The original Merlin and Master Merlin took six AA batteries. Merlin the 10th Quest only took four AA batteries. Hmm. And the Merlin from 2004 only takes three. So at least it got more efficient with its battery usage. Hmm. Right. And this ver- the, the 2004 version of Merlin looks very, very reminiscent of the original Merlin, except the buttons are more, like, tactile. They, like, they actually have, like, actual buttons. And yeah. Like rubber buttons. And the numbers are clearly visible, zero through ten, in the center, and like the bottom four buttons, uh, they're all the same except for the bottom right one, which on the original says "Comp Turn," and this one is just a big M, which I'm, I'm assuming stands for Merlin or my turn. <laughs> my turn. <laughs> get the fuck back. Could be anywhere. Hand. But as far as I can tell, it plays all the same games as the original Merlin did. It's just you know, it's it's just you know a, a very you know. It's original design with a few like changes. Yeah, basically yeah. like a, a an updated re-release. So. Yeah, I think that's really cool. You were able to find one and and play it before this. That's that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was it was you know pretty cheap too. Actually, I mean, it <clears throat> wasn't that expensive. And the, the only thing wrong with it was like the battery cover was cracked, but it it was like you cracked in two pieces, but just put some tape over it. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, and, and it works perfectly fine. Yeah. So. Cool. But yeah. And like I said, it's the original sold over five million units, which is freaking crazy. Crazy. Yeah, that's, that's nuts. That is a shit ton. Merlin yeah. having his tenth quest. Cause he sold five million units and he's just the best. Merlin. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and scene. And scene. Yeah, it's like um like I said, I've been playing this a good amount. And it's just like this. Oh, I get hypnotized by those like you know flashing red LED lights. Like, oh my god, it's like I'm four years old again. That's goddamn <laughs> right. crazy. Mesmer- four or five, yeah. <laughs> Mer- mesmerized by Merlin, he has me under his spell. Yes. <laughs> All he's, right. He's... Nintendo. What else yes. do you got? Well, like we mentioned earlier, we're going to be talking about Tiger Games. Mm. So yeah, so Tiger Games are uh, at the time they were. Well, at least I thought they were awesome because you no, know, back then we didn't have a Game Boy, mm-hmm. and uh, so these are fun little games that you can take on the road with you anywhere. And uh, there, there were a lot. There were lots I and lots and lots. 
god my god like so much they had so licenses much. for everything everything they had like really they had, li- they had licenses for like video games for movies for tv shows for cartoons like yeah. disney ones like crazy un freaking all you have to do is like look up tiger games right. on like google image search and you will find endless endless yes right so crazy v- you know different types of pears as in like the fruit yeah <laughs> yes i never had yes. a pear <laughs> never had a pear no, no. And uh, you're not supposed to eat the whole thing <laughs> you don't eat why, the do they why do they call it a pear when there's only one of them i don't know a pair of pants i don't know and what the hell is a scissor singular right huh? <laughs> the fuck is a scissor you're telling me you're telling me half of scissors is a scissor you don't need to name that that's not a thing you're not going to use that for a goddamn thing you're just taking it apart the fuck unbelievable it's like did, fuck? Did you know, and on top of that do you know anyone who suffers from singular sclerosis all right bad joke Bad boss rush mode. Bad, bad boss rush mode. <laughs> very bad. Very bad. So yeah, like I said, I mean, there's like so freaking many. Yeah. You have Strider, Paperboy, uh, Gargoyles, uh, Power Rangers, Mega Man, Meg- in yeah. the in, uh, Mega Man X games too. Um, Ducktales, uh, Lion Ooh. King, uh, Hang On, Beauty and the Beast, Super Street Fighter Two, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Like so freaking many. But one, well, actually, my my favorite, my go-to has to be the Ninja Turtles. Mm. Yes. I totally remember playing the crap out of this at your house back in the oh day. Oh, my God. I had, I had uh, all three of the adventure ones. Not the, the, there's a basketball one, which I never got because <laughs> I don't care about basketball. Right. Um, although I, I, <laughs> I kind of do want it because it's Ninja Turtles, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, totally. Whatever. So I, I have no opinions on that because I've never played it. Um, but yeah, I played the crap out of the third one for sure. <laughs> yeah. The third one was so much fun. My, my, my favorite thing of these is they all look like shampoo bottles. <laughs> they what? <laughs> they look like they look shampoo, like shampoo bottles. bottles. They look like yeah. That's true because these, it's so funny. So we, we did this whole intro for Tiger and then you went to a non-Tiger game. Yes, these yeah. are these are actually not weird. Tiger games. They're they're Konami. Konami, right? Yeah. Did the Ninja Turtle but the, ones? But they're so the, the same are, type of thing. Where it's the an same LCD type of thing. Yes. Yeah. Same yeah. exact type of thing. LCD yeah. handheld. You know, just a single screen. Very limited. Yeah. Not a very deep game. <laughs> yeah. Very limited in what it could display, but you know. Yeah. It was it was yeah. fun for the time. Sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, now it's like. Uh, whatever. All right. I mean, it's a popular <laughs> thing to shit on them now. Yeah. Now. Right. I think that um, one of the things, like I said, you know, artwork works on me, and I think that that was what like kept like bringing me back to buy these things because they look cool. Yeah, oh, they they're like cool. they of always course. have. Yeah, and like if it's a video game, it had it always had the original artwork. Yep. And if it was a, you know, even if it was a movie, you know, maybe it would have like the Terminator one has the, the poster from the first Terminator movie. Yeah. Like 
there's all sorts of stuff. And then, and then they would like sometimes pull in really neat other artwork. So in the case of the Ninja Turtles, um, a lot of those, I think all the stickers for those, those three came from like comics. I know that the, the second, so the first one was that, that image with all of them. I think it's the, uh, the, the, the cover for the first NES game. It's like all, it's that awesome picture of them all fighting. Like the, they're all like, there's technically Utroms and stuff, but they're kind of like further over. Yeah, I think that was yeah. actually the wraparound cover for uh, like really early issue, like early, number three or something like that. But they yeah, yeah. It. they're all they all got red bandanas and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. and then they re- yeah they well they the one you're talking about the NES one that was like the redo, even though they had the red oh, bandana. Okay, okay. But the yeah. original was like just a black and white drawing, and it black was and white. Uh, that's right. I I'm yeah. pretty sure. But anyway, yeah, and I think. Um, the second, the second Ninja Turtle game, uh, I actually had that one, and uh, that cover is from the uh, comic, the Archie comic book movie adaptation of the first movie. Yes, huh. Archie comic, but it was the adaptation of the first movie, and that is is like a picture of all the turtles in an alleyway, surrounded by foot soldiers, and I had that fucking poster. I love yeah. oh, that yeah. image. Yeah. They also used it for uh, the Game Boy game, Fall of the Foot, Foot Clan. Clan. Yeah. Well. Yep. Really, really awesome. There's also, there were, uh, there's at least one other Tiger handheld Ninja Turtle game too, Joe. Uh, it's called um, Dimension X Assault. And uh, okay. apparently it's the rare one. And it, it, it is the only one that is not that Konami shape, the shampoo bottle shape. Yeah, it looks like the yeah, it looks <laughs> um, like the your typical normal. tiger. Yeah. Yeah, and those drawings on that were from the Archie Comics series, the main series. Because back in the day, I and of course, like our buddies in Epic Shells, Andy and Justin would really appreciate this, but um, they they're really into those old Archie Ninja Turtle comics. And a lot of times in their episodes, they actually will do like they'll read some of them and they'll kind of review just random issues. I was actually a really big fan of that run of the Ninja Turtle comics when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I love the Archie Ninja Turtle series. Really, really fun. And this is like 100% drawings from that, which is really fun. I've never seen this until now. Um, but you sent us that hard, Hardcore Gaming 101. And mm-hmm. I, I think it was mentioned on that, but I'm, I'm looking at it now. But yeah. pretty cool. So, they, yeah, I mean, obviously Ninja Turtles was, you know, just ruled the world like <laughs> You know, like. Right. They um, had everything. Turtle fever. when ever but um yeah neat yeah really cool but i know that that first one well okay what i read was that first one the first of the three konamis uh you could only be leonardo and the other two you could select your turtle but of course they're just you know the same turtle holding a different weapon right right. yeah still it felt like you know something yeah there's only so much you can do Right. I don't, I don't know how the first one was, but the, because there was only a few styles of these, these LCD games. Like sometimes you would actually supposedly move, like your guy would actually yes. forward and they do like a little walking animation and it's, you know, it's supposed to feel like you're moving. And other times, and that's when they would be like usually on the left side of the screen. And then there were other style where your character is in the, the center. And yes. then you sort of have to like, kind of manage being attacked from either side. Yeah. Right, yeah. And that is how the second Ninja Turtle game was. Yes. And you yep. could you could select your turtle and you could, you know, it would be holding whatever weapon 
and you would just have to sort of manage, you know, going back and forth. But um, yeah, it's really funny. Like, like the range of your attack was so pathetic. Like, <laughs> honestly, if you can watch, there is there is footage of people playing these on YouTube. It's so <laughs> funny in that second one specifically. So you can do like a high attack and a low attack. Maybe there's also a medium attack. Maybe it's like high middle, high middle low. I'm not sure. But the low attack is so fucking pathetic, right? <laughs> it goes in the same spot where his leg was. So he <laughs> All right. literally has to move his leg out of the way so that he can do, so that the picture of him holding the weapon can show up. It's oh, like he's geez. flashing where his foot was. <laughs> what are you doing? Fuck. <laughs> Uh, that guy's in front of you dude like what are you slashing at your own ankle for the fuck yeah the enemy won't be expecting this right and then the 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 third one which is called shredder's last stand which i I love that subtitle Mm -hmm. um i think with this one they had uh shurikens that they can throw okay i think i could be completely wrong on that um i I only played the second one. I only own the second one, but and that, that one's called Splinter Speaks, even though I don't think that Splinter's actually in the game. Um, but it did talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was saying something. Um, but the, the neat thing about that game, at least in a lot of games, you know, we were talking about like, you were saying like the Merlin, the 10th Quest game, felt like, you know, it was, it was attempting to make it feel like there was some progression. Right. right. Well, that was something that these Tiger games just lacked. You know, it's just, yeah. if you play it for, for an hour, if you play it for one minute, usually you're getting, you're getting all of that gameplay in that first minute. Like, yeah. Um, but certain ones tried a little harder. Yep. And uh, I know for sure the second Ninja Turtle one, um, like I said, I did, did watch some, some video footage of it. And um, there are five, five levels. And... Um, the first two don't have bosses. And then, okay. uh, the, so level three, at the end, you get to Bebop. Level yep. four, you get to Rocksteady. And at the end, you get to Shredder. So okay. kind of fun. At least, you know, you're, you're like, there's something to hope for. I want to right. see Bebop and Rocksteady and Shredder. You know, at least there's something. Um, but uh, yeah, basically, you, you had four levels lives one for each turtle so just kind of like in the nintendo the first nintendo game you know when you're when you're out of turtles you're out your game over right right yeah but kind of kind of fun though i mean you know at the time i i really enjoyed this one i and again you know it it, a lot of it was the looks it looks neat yeah pictures awesome i love that poster i had that poster i love that image so much of them in the alleyway just kind of fun yeah i also like the fact that each one was a different color green, like different shade of green. Yeah. Yeah. That was neat. Yeah. The first one was like this, this dark, right? The, the, the third one is dark. Um, the darkest. And then the first one is like a regular green. And the second one is like a lighter green, yeah, like a lime green. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. The first, yeah. the first one is the two and one. The second one is the shampoo and the third is the conditioner. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you, go. <laughs> you had to color code it somehow. Yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. But there was a there was also foot soldiers, Mausers, and tubular transports that showed up in in uh, in the game for the again for the second one. 
Yeah. And uh, that's so, I mean, they, they worked a lot of stuff in there. It's kind of fun because a lot of games, you know, it'd be like, you know, there's, there's really nothing. Like you said, you mentioned the Strider game. I mean, like, okay, so there's guys. I don't know. Just guys. Yeah. Just guys. You know, just, just guys. <laughs> Who gives a shit? There's guys in the shing, shing, shing. Yeah. I mean, like, it didn't but, make that noise, I'm sure, but. Yeah. But with something like Turtles, you know, and there's a lot of characters, it's cool that they, mm-hmm. they you know, worked as many in as they could. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, as a little, little bit of a sidetrack. I mean, I know, like, um, I, mean, I had a couple of these games. I mean, uh, the ones I remember playing the most are Double Dragon and Shinobi. Yeah. You were I talking should... about. Bo- you were talking about bosses in the uh, the, the mutant yeah. turtle ones. Um, as far as I can remember, for the Shinobi one, it was always the same boss. And anyone who's familiar with the arcade game, it was just that that giant that giant ninja with like almost shredder helmet. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was just the boss in every at the end of every level. Right. So, right. You know, it was, it was something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was going to mention the Double Dragon two. I played a lot. As well. I never played the second one. Maybe I did, but I don't remember that one. Yeah, I, I really like that one. And uh, the Chippendale, I remembered liking a lot too. No, that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I never, I never played the Disney ones. I saw that there was uh, there was the Ducktales and there was Gargoyles. I mean, they look cool, but yeah. I never, I never had them. Yeah. But uh, th- what you just said, Boss Rush, reminded me of like you know it's essentially like a condensed entire game in one level over and over. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, you know, it was like, like that. It was the very first one I ever owned was uh, Batman, which was uh, based on the movie, okay. the first movie. And okay. um, yeah, you just... Well, the, 19, the 1989 movie? 89, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and, and again, it looks cool. It's got Keaton on one side. It's got Nicholson on the other side. It looks cool. And um, it was like, you know, that it was just basically a bunch of guys. You're killing just no name, whatever, just thugs. And he's over on the left, and yep. he does his little running animation, and his legs are like flying all over the place, like dee dee dee. It looks so silly. And then uh, you get to the Joker at the end of every fucking level, and it's like wash, rinse, repeat, do it again. How many yeah. times do I gotta they gotta fight the Joker? I mean, they, they didn't have like the Toker or the the Smoker or the Midnight. No. Oh, what? I, I just butchered that. <laughs> no, I know. I, I, you know what? I appreciated it. It's fine. Uh I don't, you know, we don't, we don't need a game here on, on no. Retro Red Octopus. Uh, we accept, we accept C+. Plus. <laughs> we kind of, we kind of have to. <laughs> we just understand uh, the quality of ourselves. That's all. Yes. Right. That's right. Uh, yeah. So that, that compared to like the Batman one compared to the Ninja Turtle one was definitely not as fun for as long for me. Because right. the Ninja Turtle one, at least it's like, oh well, I got to, I got to, Rocksteady. I still need to see Shredder. Like, yep. Kept it. You know, it's still a very shallow game, but right. A little bit, a little bit more fun. Yeah, yeah that's cool. There's also a, a Battletoads game as well. Thankfully, there's no. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. There's no uh, speed tunnels in this one. <laughs> 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 I can't imagine how that would work out. Oh jeez. I didn't. It, I didn't. it looks very bland. To be honest, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. <laughs> All right, well, then, then Joe, you got anything else to go with those those entries? Uh no, that's just about it. All right, so Parasite Steve, why don't you take us home? Uh, well, the uh, we're talking Tiger. Um, I just want to mention. Do you have Do you have more after this, Boss Rush? Uh, I do not. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Well, I'll just mention one thing real quick and then I'll get to my last one. Uh, cause all right. Yeah. One's not a big deal. Uh, just the last, we didn't, we didn't mention it at all, but it's really funny. Like when we brought up this idea for an episode and we were talking about tiger games, we had even eight bit alchemy was like, mentioned this one instantly in regards to me because I used to have this and, and I, I just, it, it sucked. It was terrible. These all, these all were like very shallow games, but you know what? I loved that I owned it and it was altered beast. Uh, (laughs) And I swear to God, it all comes. I keep saying the same things. Like it's, it's the artwork. Like I love that fucking artwork for the Genesis. It's that the cover is, you know, the wolf and he's facing left and there's like a a fiery sky. Um, And then it would wrap around to the back and you'd see like the portrait of the, of Athena and she's, she's in blue. And uh, I actually have this, uh, this, a, a replica of this framed in, in the studio. Um, and, and that actually came with the, uh, the vinyl soundtrack. And that was exactly nice. why I wanted the vinyl soundtrack because I've right. always wanted a poster of this. Cause I love yeah, it. it is an, it is an awesome piece of artwork. I mean, it, it's a shit game. Altered beast sucks, but I still yeah. love this fucking <laughs> painting so much. Yeah, right? I do too. Right? It's just one of my, my favorite like pieces of video game art period. And yeah. unfortunately the game is just not that good. Even the original game, but, Right, I, I agree. Um, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 super hilarious. Totally worth watching on on YouTube, real quick. Um, and and I will say that uh, they did they did take two transformations, so there are kidding. two distinct levels. So okay. it just kind of goes back and forth. But the first level, you know, you start out as a guy, and then yeah. you just you know, it's the same sort of thing as Batman. You're do 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 and you're just kind of walking and you're killing yeah. guys. And then, um, but it's, it's super fucking awkward because they put you, like Batman was all the way on the left. Okay, so okay. nobody's sneaking up behind you. He's all yep. the way on the left. Not an altered beast. He was like just to the right of left. So like uh, a guy, yeah. you know, enemies would show up behind you, but there was no warning, you know? So yeah. at least... On the right side of the screen, you have like three quarters of the fucking screen, so plenty of time to like react. But on the left, guys would just show up in your asshole. They're like, it's like, get, what the fuck? Get out of my asshole! Like, what the fuck? Jeez. But anyway, so eventually, you would like, you would get your power up and you'd turn into your little werewolf form, and of course, it's just like your head changes. Yeah, and yeah. Um, <laughs> and he would shoot fireballs. But in the second level, he turned into the dragon. And so That's he was, cool. yeah. So he was up high, and he did the uh, the electric field, you know, uh, act that he did that he does. Yep. And okay. So, hey, you know what? At least, at least it did that much. I would have, yeah, yeah. You know, honestly, would have not been surprised if it was only werewolf. Right. Or like you know, stage one werewolf. Stage two werewolf with horns. <laughs> <laughs> Stage two, stage super th- werewolf. Just trust yeah. us. Stage yeah. three, golden stage, stage, werewolf. Stage three, werewolf. That, that, that's, a, that's a bull. Yeah. That's a goat. Or, I don't know. <laughs> that's a goat. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm looking at uh, uh, one of the, the stills for, for this game, and it's just funny yeah. how he has a back attack. And he's, yeah. he's like, he's like his, his arm is like stretched be, like all the way behind him, and he's like not even looking in that direction. So it's like he's just. Like taking a while, guys. If, he's, if there's like anything behind him, he's like he's gonna hit hit behind him. He's gonna hit something eventually. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm not even gonna look. Just get out of my asshole. Get out of my fucking ass. Get out of my ass. 
<laughs> Get out of my furry <laughs> ass. God damn it. Fuck. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, my, my last one, I did just want to uh, mention a VFD game because as I said okay. earlier, um, I didn't know these existed. I had no idea about the technology. So I, I was just doing some research, so I've never played this. I've never played any of them, any of them. But um, I thought this one was pretty cool looking, and I would technically totally be happy to own this someday. Um, it's called Dracula. Uh, I am I am a fan of the horror genre and vamps and Dracula and all this good stuff. So I'm like, okay, yeah, this is the one for me. Um, pretty neat game. Um, you know, kind of looks. You know, as we were saying, VFD games, black background, colorful. Uh, you know, sprites on top. And um, so basically you control this little adventurer dude who looks awesome. He looks very similar to the game and watch guy, but he's wearing like, okay. a, you know, an adventure hat stuff like that. Uh, really cool looking little, little guy. And so there, so basically it's a, what you're seeing is the screen is supposed to represent the castle, the in, interior of the castle and the outer wall. So the first thing you have to do is there's uh, what's supposed to be a werewolf, but you know, doesn't really look that much like a werewolf, but you know, whatever he's, he's yellow and he's kind of like moving up and down and kind of moving around these just few squares. So you have to avoid him. And then you get to one of three sections of the outer wall and you have to like heart, like just wail on the attack button and he, he will hit the wall a bunch of times and eventually he breaks through. So then you're inside and you don't have to worry about the werewolf anymore. And then inside there's like bats and spiders and they're just kind of like moving around these like, Three, I think there's like three corridors, two or three corridors. And there's, it kind of becomes Pac-Man. So you actually have to collect, um, and every one of the squares that you can move, there is a diamond. And you need to collect all the diamonds. So there's whatever, how many there are. I don't, I don't know, 12 or so diamonds. Once you get all the diamonds, then you've successfully, you know, you're still alive. You haven't, you haven't gotten killed by a bat or a spider or a werewolf. Then there are three coffins on the on the far right side of the screen and you just have to pick one and it's literally random and you either like i think i I don't you know what i don't know what happens if you pick you know what it probably is i think there's probably a one in three chance that it's it's correct that's got to be what it is because if you pick wrong it's dracula and dracula shows up and you you can run away from him. So I also I also am not positive like how you're supposed to, or if you even can win the game after you get Dracula because you can run away. He doesn't insta kill you, um, or you choose correctly and you win the game and that's it. So it's okay. it's very short, very simple. Um, but you know what? They shoved a lot of fun shit into that one screen. They really did. And I think it's cool. I think it looks pretty awesome. Uh, it has like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's like a black body with this weird like oval cutout. And then you, the screen's like in there. You know, like some of them would have a frame that wasn't square. Like they're just trying to be stylish. I don't know. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? Like it's like an oval just over the, the square screen. And you right, view yeah, into yeah. that and you're like, oh, no, it's, it's square. It's just square. Mm. Um, but Squoval. Uh, like. Apparently it was uh, yellow in some markets, which is fucking ridiculous. But you know, it was black and red for America, and it was yeah. it was made by a company called Epoch, um, okay. which is a Japanese toy and computer games manufacturer, founded in 1958. 
Wow. Ooh. And they also made Japan's first successful programmable console video game system, the Cassette Vision, in 1981, mm. which I know wow. nothing else about. Huh. No okay. Um, and then over there, they're, uh, over the years, they have made over 119 different handheld games. Jeez. This company, wow. Epoch. Yeah. So kind of fun. Well, I, so there, there's a, there's a FD game. I never yeah. knew about. Um, well, those, those are for some pretty, pretty humble beginnings for, for Japan and their video game marks. I wonder if they've improved since then. <laughs> I, I don't know. We haven't really checked back with them in a lot yeah, of decades. You know, I'm not really we, sure. we should just, we should take a peek over like, Hey, how's your video game market doing? <laughs> I don't know. Probably, probably about as good as their car manufacturing. I mean, maybe <laughs> they don't make cars today. <laughs> I don't think yeah, they do. Of course they do. Electronics, cars. I don't know what they do. <laughs> do they? No. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Surely not. Right. No. 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 All right. We've been cool. talking about old school handheld video games or handheld game systems. Uh, but I'd like to ask you, the audience, this week's Octoponder, this question. So you, you've been talking a lot about the Tiger one specifically, and the Octoponder question is, what modern IP would you like to see made into an LCD game? So why don't you think about that for a bit while we go on a short break? Have you ever experienced something you couldn't explain? Well, that's what we're trying to uncover through our Encounters, encounters with, with Darkness. darkness. Come join us on our journey to find the truth about death. Bum, bum, bum. See you soon. Stay creepy. <laughs> Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Hey there, this is JB. And if you enjoyed Tales from the Crypt, then check out my show, Tales from the Podcast, where myself, and usually a very special guest, sit down to discuss the TV show, the films, the animated series, as well as the original comics. So check me out every other week on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and of course, at TalesFromThePodcast.com. Thanks for listening, kiddies. You're all a scream. <laughs> hey, are you ready to do some picking? It's about that time where we ask you, the audience, to octo ponder this. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Even though you didn't technically leave, we're the ones who went away. So, hi, we're back. <laughs> oh, hi. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> We asked you this week's Octoponder this question, which is, what modern IP would you like to see made into an LCD game? And uh, uh, let's throw this to Parasite Steve. Uh, well, you know, uh, lately, 
Maybe I have just been in a big fat Star Wars mood, so I'm just going to say The Mandalorian because why not? Oh yeah, sure. You know, yeah, he, you know, he's cool. got he's got lots of attacks. Yeah, he's got lots I'm of sure attacks. Fit, so can, I'm sure you could fit like two of them in there. Sure. You know, he can shoot <laughs> shit. You know, and get, uh, get that big old tuning fork gun thing. Get, yeah, yeah, I love the yeah. tuning fork gun. Yeah, and uh, have a little baby Yoda on the side, and you know, it'd you sell go. a million units. There you Except, go. I mean, Joe wouldn't buy it, but other than Joe, people, like, <laughs> it would sell a lot. <laughs> hey, you know, I'd buy it if the artwork is cool. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, and then hey, we, Joe. We, you know, we can we can call it. We can just bypass the first one. We'll just call it the Mandalorian Two. Grogu speaks. That's what we'll call it. Okay. Electric Grogulu? Yes. And Nintendo. All right. I'll have to go with uh, Supernatural. Oh, cool. Uh, it's one, one of my favorite shows, and uh, it, it just ended not too long mm-hmm. ago. And uh, I, I think it would be, be a fun game. You can play as Dean or, or Sam. I mean, all, all you would have to do is change the hair. Yeah. <laughs> and and they, they, they both have, you no, know, they can carry their guns and, or, or what, one, one guy can carry a gun or another guy can carry like a, a machete. Yeah. To, to kill like, you no know, vampire. Oh, oh, the, uh, no, the, the, the first blade. Dean's got the first blade. Sam's got some, uh, uh, like a, like a shotgun full of rock salt or something. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. 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 Wow, 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 wow. Sam and Dean Winchester are tight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, I am going to... Yes, me, Berm. I am going to say Bioshock. Ooh, good one. As uh, PJ Rahal would always like to tell me, that's an anagram for sick hobo. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Everybody knows that, sure, yes. Yeah. But uh, I think that'd be a neat little uh, pseudo first person where you'd have like the gun, but you know, just maybe just have it face like three different directions and you just have to shoot like, you know. Oh man, I always have trouble remembering like the name of the uh, the enemies, like uh, splicers, I think they're called. Yeah, I think that that sounds right. But, um, and obviously, you know, you're getting, you know, the the big daddy would be the boss or whatever of whatever level. So I think think that'd be a, a neat little LCD game. And of course, you know, people love to hate on like the Tiger games nowadays, but whatever. They were, they were fun for the time and they served their purpose. Yeah, they absolutely. Made, like, they made like eight trillion of them. So. And, and they, were, they were short though. So, I mean, yeah. that, that helped. It's like, yeah, yeah right. if you didn't have, uh, you know, a, I mean, I never got a Game Boy. Even when it came out, I never, I never had you know one. You know what? Me uh, neither. I mean, I have one now only because Sherry's friends gave one to her. And like, hey, your husband likes video games, right? Give this to him. I'm like, oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. But, uh, <laughs> up until like a year ago, I've never owned a Game Boy. Like the original Game Boy. Like never. Yeah. I've never, yeah. never had one either. Which is weird. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, those were our answers. And now it's your turn to tell us what you think about this week's Octoponder. This question, which is... What modern IP would you like to see made into an LCD game? And if you want to chat about the show or anything retro, you can always reach us on our popular Facebook group, at uh, our Twitter, at Reductibus, or you can always email us at Reductibus at gmail.com. That said, it's almost time to catch that horizon. But before it we is. say goodbye, well, I guess we don't have 8-Bit Alchemy to do his B segment. That's true. So I guess we're... <laughs> 
So I guess I guess we won't go to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. We don't have anything to go to. We could, no, we could we do don't. some. We could do some proms. I I could throw a prom. Yeah, de- de- definitely throw some proms out there. <clears throat> okay, my prom is going to be the same as it's been for a while, which is my new book, Mark of the Witchworm, is coming out very soon. It'll be out in January. They ship in January. It's still in pre-buy right now. You can go to roughhousepublishing.com and you can check out all the awesome versions. There's the standard standard version, standard edition, the premium premium hardcore edition. I'm, I'm screwing it all up. I'm screwing it up. Okay, there's the standard soft cover edition. There's the premium hardcover edition. And there is the ultimate edition, which is all the other editions all combined. It's just freaking amazing. And there's, a, there's an audio book, which by, by the way, my entire life doesn't exist anymore because all I'm doing is recording the goddamn audiobook in my, my spare time. So I hope you guys actually enjoy it because, because it's, been, it's been a thing. It's been a thing. I'm, not, I'm, a, I'm getting a little misty about it. I'm getting a little misty. But um, it's uh, putting some blood and sweat, uh, some yeah. tears, uh, lots yeah. of sore throats. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. going into this. But uh, yeah. hopefully you guys, uh, you guys will check this out. It is a, uh, it is a novel about a dude who's trying to save his son in this dark fantasy landscape. And uh, there's fucking monsters and trolls and all sorts of cool stuff. My fantasy is, uh, I like to call it low fantasy. It's more serious and a little bit more realistic. Not, not too much magic in yeah. this particular world. A bit, bit more grounded. Uh, gr- grounded, grim. Uh, yes. You know, I was, I was asked recently by my buddy Paul McNamee if it was grimdark. I had to look up grimdark. I didn't actually know what it meant. And I would say, yeah, maybe. It seems like people have different, uh, different definitions of it. And uh, it's like, um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you, know, you, you know, here's what I suggest. Buy my book and then at me and then you tell me if it's grimdark. Because yeah. who am I to say? I don't know what I fucking exactly. made. <laughs> like, well, fucking yeah, tell just, me. I don't fucking know. Yeah. You anyway. know, get it. Get it and form your own opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So it's called Mark of the Witchworm, and you can definitely pre-buy it right now on roughhousepublishing.com. Yes, do so at once. Post haste. Uh Nintendo, you got any proms? I got no proms. No promo. Well, neither no do I. About it. No promo. Promless. Promless in Seattle. <laughs> All right. So that is going to do it. For this episode of the Retro Reductibus Cephala Podcast, and, but as wait, before, well as before you, before you do oh, the outro, before I do the outro, so this is our last. This is our last season episode before the finale. That's right. Oh, that's right. This is so. This is kind of a big deal. This is the end of season two for us. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. we couldn't be here, but you know, we we are uh, uh, we are at the end here. So yeah. next episode, which is going to pre- be premiering in two weeks after after today. Uh, is the finale and we're, yes. we're we got something pretty fun planned like last year we had we had a bunch of people on leaving voicemails and stuff and if you guys would like to leave voicemails um the topic is we're asking people to watch movies that are considered classic movies like for instance maybe you've never seen you know spartacus or the godfather or you know even it could be even like something like a Nightmare on Elm Street, or you know, whatever, or The Goonies. Maybe it's a movie that you've heard about a million times, and a million other people love it and talk about it, but you, for some reason, just have never seen it. So we're asking people to pick one of those movies, watch it, and leave us a little voicemail and let us know what you think. 
So Retroids, yeah. if you'd like to do that, please uh, leave us. Uh, you can send us voice clips um, to our email address, redoctopus at gmail.com. And we, yes. will, we will definitely uh, be checking those. Up to the 17th is the last day you can get those in, right? Because I think we're recording on the 18th, or am I off a day? I, I believe we're recording on the 17th. I thought. On the 17th okay, so, yeah. so get them in by the 16th if you can, and yep. we will... Uh, Which we is will a Wednesday? Yes. 16th is a Wednesday. So. Yep. 16th is a Wednesday, right. So you got a couple weeks, but if you're interested and you want to be on the show, we would love to uh, play your voicemail. That'd be really cool. Um, there is, we do have a, uh, a a pretty solid cadre of of fans that that always download our episodes, and we really, really want to thank everybody who's listened to the show for this year and also last year. And yeah. uh, we're a small show, but we we really, you know, we love doing it and. It's really nice that we always seem to have this dedicated fan base that we get this almost the same amount of downloads every single time. <laughs> so it's like, you know, awesome. It's just, you know, yeah. who, who cares? You know, I don't, I don't care about, you know, numbers, whatever. It's the fact that you guys keep coming back yeah. and it's awesome. So, so thank super so appreciated. Thank you so much guys and gals yeah. and, and, and I mean, anyone in between. Anybody in between, whatever, not, on gender binary whatever all y'all we love y'all and uh because i I think i think that our listenership is not necessarily the same as our facebook group because our facebook group is like really really pretty vibrant and i every time we post episodes there it seems to not get a lot of traction so i kind of feel like there are separate audiences yeah um, Yeah. it's hard to figure out but um, but we we love it. But hey, that's we're cool. Happy. You know, we love you all regardless. So yeah, that's great. absolutely true. And so yeah, so if if you're interested in uh, in the topic, definitely leave us a voicemail. We'd love to play it. That's all I want to say. <laughs> all right, awesome. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, definitely. If you guys want to get involved in the the season two finale, yeah, you just do all that stuff that Steve Van Sampson just said. Uh, Parasite Steve or you know, Steve of Destruction, oh. though no one calls him that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, that's aside not... from just now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but just as a so, reference, I, mean, I wasn't really, I wasn't like trying to like get your attention with it. Right. That's like, that's like, I don't really say when the cows come home. True. I mean, I just, <laughs> just did, but I don't, I don't right. see it. Uh, anyway, we are, we are going to wrap this up now. So I'm going to, Leave by saying, as well as being full-fledged members of the Dorkening, Retroductopus is still part of the Inebriart Podcast Network. So if you get a chance, please check out our sister shows like Old Colony Cast, Bar Talk, and of course, Inebriarts, as Andy and Fish chat with local artists over a couple of cold ones. For more information or to subscribe to us or any of these great shows, please visit inebri-art.com. I have been your host at the Post Boss Rush Mode. And on behalf of everyone else here, except for Rachel Alchemy, because he took the night off, but hey, that, that's cool. <laughs> I'd like to say farewell until the next. <laughs>